the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to a special Christmas edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Roger Franklin Williams Show, and Merry Christmas. It's a joy to have you joining us today on our program. And of course, we are part of our theme today, of course, is celebrating Christmas 2019. And I'm very pleased that you can join us on our program today, especially in a moment, we'll go to Grant Malloy, currently the clerk of court and comptroller for Seminole County. It's real excited to have Grant on the show today because I didn't really realize until I started getting some congratulatory messages on LinkedIn earlier this week that our, our program, The Roger Franklin Williams Show, has an anniversary a few days from now, which would be December 31st. Uh, our very first program was December 31st, 1997, which will be mark our 22nd year. And actually, one of our guests on that program was Grant Malloy when he was a newly act- elected county commissioner in Seminole County. So we'll go. It's a, it's a thrill to have Grant joining us now, these years later, and uh, we look forward to speaking with him about the the good work that he's doing these days in his new role. Before we go to Grant, though, of course, I want to let you know that our program and all the programs you hear right here on FM ninety four point nine and AM, excuse me, um, and AM nine fifty are presented by. Our friends and supported by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions. And I will let you know that if you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solution has your solution. Give them a call at 866-FLA-DOOR. That's 866-FLA-DOOR. And find out why Florida Door Solutions has been voted the best garage door company now once again for many years in a row. Now let's go to Grant Malloy. Clerk of Court and Comptroller for Seminole County. Grant, thank you for joining us. It's especially a, a thrill to have you joining us on t- today's program, our anniversary program. Thank you, Roger. And uh, it's hard to believe it's been that many years, but you know, I remember that day quite well. As, uh, you know, being on the radio, especially back then, was was just a real thrill because I hadn't really done it uh, much before. So, uh, and here you still are, you know, letting people know what's going on and. and Seminole in Orange County in Central Florida. That's so a great service that you're still plugging along all these years later. And, and kind of ironic, I'm still around too. So here we are all these years later. So uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, Happy New Year. Good to be on the show again. Well, great. I'll tell you one question I had for you is, um, you know, looking back, 
reflecting. Uh, can you uh, maybe share a little bit about what were some of the reasons that you chose, you know, to, to, to endure the sacrifice and take that huge step, especially as an outsider, somebody who wasn't connected to the political system at all, really, other than your volu- your excellent volunteer efforts, which were significant. Um, but really, you didn't have any connections to the power structure of Seminole County politics or Central Florida politics. And, um, you know, it's a huge undertaking to to run for office. What was it that led you to, to take? And it's a big sacrifice. What was it that led you to take that 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 huge step? Well, that, that I've thought about that a lot. And when, on your show, I just gotten elected. Total outsider had no chance whatsoever. Ran against a couple of well-funded opponents, much like the race for clerk of the court that I went through uh, three years ago. And it was a mixture of things. The, the primary motivation is, is to run to make a difference and fight for the little guy. You know, I'm a small business owner. I try to look at uh, processes and what makes the most common sense and, and, and protect tax dollars. So those were my motivations in running. But honestly, a lot of it, too, is a bit of naivety because um, I didn't really realize I wasn't supposed to be elected, you know, because the powers that be, you know, I didn't get any approval from them. I, I just kind of went into it and, and worked real hard and had a lot of people help me out in the process and, and upset the apple cart. So I've always, you know, respected, or I don't know what the word is respect. I've always kept that in the back of my head that, you know, I don't owe any, you know, political allegiance to any power brokers. I owe it to the citizens and I'm going to continue to fight for them. So it was, it was based on principles and, uh, and it just trying to do the right thing is, is why I, I ran for office. Friends, we're glad you're joining us today on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. I want to wish you Merry Christmas, Happy Hanukkah, and let you know that we're very glad that you're joining us on today's special program. Right now we're speaking with Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court and Comptroller for Seminole County. Now, why don't we skip ahead a couple of decades and, you know, you served for eight years. You got reelected overwhelmingly. Um, once again, the power brokers were, were opposing you in that one. Um but um, and then you carved out eight years of outstanding service with a lot of accomplishments. You know, many of them um, involved in keeping government, fighting to keep government small. You know, trying to kill off excessive waste and, ex- and expensive government type projects that you didn't feel were were helpful for the citizens, and, and pretty much just being there to, to to be a voice and an advocate for for the citizens of Seminole County um, in a variety of different ways, and then. You know, you went back to your private business and, you know, did that for quite a while. And then you chose to run for clerk of court. Now, can you share with us why you chose to run for clerk of court? You know, you have several, uh, you know, almost a couple of decades after you initially ran for county commissioner. Right. And when I, uh, the previous clerk, Marion Morris, was retiring and she'd been there for 28 years. And when the opportunity arose, I wasn't really thinking of it at first. And. A couple of folks, you know, talk, mention it, you know, hey, you might want to consider that. And I'm like, I don't know. But the more I thought about it, it, it the clerk of court and comptroller in Simmel County is, is a very, very important position. And one of the reasons is you have a checkbook and savings account for the county commission. So you oversee all county spending. And I thought, and you audit county government. I thought, boy, that's, that's really intriguing to, to be, have the opportunity to be in that position, to be in an independent position, which I always fought to protect. That uh, to have that oversight and ability to watch over tax dollars was very, very appealing. So that was my main motivation for running. 
And then as I got in there, uh, I recognized how complex the office is. And, you know, I knew it, it was involving the court system, but a large amount of the office is dedicated to people's access to the court system, to managing court documents, working with law enforcement agencies and, and judges and and uh, state attorney, public defenders. You basically work with so many different agencies, and you're a real important part of county government. So the main reason I ran was to you know protect our tax dollars and, rep- again, represent the, the, the little guy, as I say it, and, and fight for what's right. And I think you know, after three years, you've seen remarkable improvements uh, in, in all aspects of the office. And I can tell, tell you a few that are still coming along. But I'm here. I work for the citizens. And I represent them and work for them. And I, I'm always looking for ideas to make government work better for, for everybody. Friends, we're glad you're joining us today on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Right now, we're speaking with Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court and Comptroller for Seminole County. Well, Grant, if you can stick around with us after the break, I'd love to hear some of the things, uh, some of what you feel are your major accomplishments in the three years you've been clerk of court in Seminole County and comptroller. Um, you think you could stay with us for another segment? I'd be happy to, Roger. Thanks okay, so much. Okay, but we next, we've got a, we've got a few minutes before that. So why don't you start now? What would you like to share specifically uh, right now about well, the office? Well, one of the first things, as you recall, was was taking a look at uh, how the we invested uh, county surplus funds, and obviously I had a lot of tussles with the county commission uh, over who controlled the office, but in, in the end, we adjusted uh, our investment strategy, took advantage of competitive bank offers, we took advantage of higher interest rates, and within two years, we earned county taxpayers an additional $6 million per year an interest revenue uh, that did not exist before. So it was about a 150% increase in interest revenues on, on county investments. So I'm quite proud of that. And in, in spite of attacks from the county commission, we continued to fight to do what was right and uh, have you know made a big, big difference as far as uh, generating more revenue for citizens. Also on just reviewing spending, you know, we, we are we increased training. Uh, we've, we're increasing technology on because we we uh, authorize all county spending. And as an example of one item we caught, this, this is probably on the more extreme side, but an, an invoice that got as ridiculous as over nine million dollars that was billed improperly. After three months of fighting with the vendor that they were billing us wrong, uh, the in end result was forty. I believe it was forty-two thousand. Have to go back and double check my notes. That's the kind of service we provide for the taxpayers. We look at all county expenditures, make sure it was authorized at a meeting. If it's the contract, uh, we make sure uh, you know things are delivered. And when we see things get out of whack, we don't pay the bill. Uh, we make sure it's all done correctly. So it's a huge advantage for the taxpayers. That's just the part on the comptroller side. And there's a lot of improvements on the court side and on the um, uh, other aspects, uh, especially uh, doing uh, audits of, of government. Great. Thank you for giving those great insights. Uh, we'll look forward to having you, uh, when we come back from our break in just a moment, give us some more insights into some of the things, some of the ways that your citizens can access the clerk of court's office and comptroller's office for the things 
that they uh, need to do. Uh, you know, it's a, it's one of those offices that literally directly touches the people because it's the keeper of records and a lot of other things as well. Uh, before we go to that um, break, though, I do want to first of all let you know that later in our program we'll be talking a little bit about uh, the impeachment process that's taking place now in United States Congress. It's uh, obviously one of those unfortunate things, and it's it's a part of this 2019 Christmas, and it, it never will be. It's it's certainly a historical historic event. I mean, I hate to even phrase it that way because personally, from my perspective. And, you know, and, and from the perspective of many other legal scholars, many other people who have a have a passion and, a, and, and great knowledge of the Constitution, and especially from the perspective of many, many you know, tens of hundreds, if not hundreds of millions of citizens, it's a bogus process. So I'm kind of torn between giving it legiti- legitimacy to even talk much about it um, or um, – or to address it because it because it is something that's literally happening and um, you know should not be completely overlooked. So I, we'll be talking about that a little bit later in our our program today. But before we go to that break, I want to let give you this word from our friends over at Glenn Tatum Septic Service and let you know that homeowners and business owners depend on Glenn, Tep, Glenn Tatum Septic Tank Service for quality septic tank services and much more. Whether you need a repair or replacement. The technicians at Glenn W. Tatum Septic offer sales, service, and installation on all types of septic systems. Find out more at TatumSeptic.com. We'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Welcome back to our special Christmas edition of the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Hello, friends. Welcome back and Merry Christmas. It's great to have you joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. In a moment, we'll go back to our guest, Grant, Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court, Comptroller for Seminole County. And so I am, um, and then hopefully maybe we'll speak with our friend Vito Fira, regular contributor a little bit on today's program as well. But right now, I want to, of course, give you this word from our friends over at Dr. Patrick St. Germain and St. Germain Chiropractic and let you know that if you're suffering from a recent car accident, I encourage you to call Dr. St. Germain at 855 when in pain. That's 855 when in pain. If you have headaches, neck pain, or back pain, I encourage you to call Dr. St. Germain at 855 when in pain. When you're suffering, call Dr. Patrick St. Germain at 855 when in pain. Dr. St. Germain has helped thousands of patients just like you. Again, you can find him at 855 when in pain. That's 855 when in pain. Dr. Patrick St. Germain and the great people at St. Germain Chiropractic Proud to be voted best chiropractor for now 10 years in a row. Let's go back to Grant Malloy, clerk of court and comptroller for Seminole County. And Grant, when we went to break, you know, you had told us about some of the new initiatives that you've instituted at the office that make government more accessible and efficient for citizens to use. And I know there's a number of other things and love to have you share some of those with us. Sure. 
I'd be happy to. And by the way, our website, which I forgot to mention before, is SeminoleClerk.org. SeminoleClerk.org, and obviously it's a new website, too. You can find a lot of information on there. A couple things that have happened recently that I find exciting is we, in the past, we've received about one award a year for financial reporting. This year, we did a citizen financial report, which is available online and at our branches, which is a a uh, summary of county investments, spending, where the money comes, where it goes. And we got a an award from the Government Financial Association for that as well. On top of that, earlier I got an award, which I don't like to brag too much, but it was uh, the Simmel County Bar Association awarded me the Distinguished Service Award for all, all the improvements and the leadership of the office there. So this was a record year, 2019, for the Simmel County Clerk's Office, where we received three notable awards from different organizations. So that, that shows you some of the progress that's occurring there. Something we just launched is online marriage license applications. This will save people a lot of time. Right now, when you come into a courthouse or the branches, you'd have to get a clipboard, fill it out, then we type it in. Now you can do that from the comfort of your home. Just fill out the form, send it to us, and then when you come to get it, it's just a simple uh, probably three- or four-minute process to pay for it, make sure the information's correct, and you're out the door. Um, that's a, And it helps us on the back end with, with reporting that we weren't doing correctly. So that's the latest improvement. We're also working on a better way to process bills with a paperless invoice system. We do all the payroll for the county. We're going to a, a paperless timesheet uh, where we wouldn't have to do things like send out pay stubs. Right now, we're still mailing out pay stubs of, of firefighters throughout the county. It's just not a, a good expenditure of money, and we can save money on that. Um, we're also moving forward. This is really exciting because it can get confusing when you come to the courthouse and have to do a process you've never done before, whether it's an eviction or dissolution of marriage or small claims. There's a lot of people that have small claims issues. We're going forward on a self-help center where we're even partnering with, uh, looking at partnering with the Simmel County Legal Aid Society for some of the folks that can't afford legal help on evictions where you'd get some help on that. So there's a lot of things we're doing to try to help people navigate through the system. Um, and, and one thing that, you know, I always talk about being a premier county, our new jury duty system's working out so well, and we've actually have other ca- another county that wants to come and watch how we're doing things to, to see if it's something they could do in their county. That's a real example, I think, of just, you know, taking a process, improving it, and then not only are you making it better for your citizens, but you're also becoming a leader around the state. We're also doing that on, on the technology side, where we are the beta test site for the criminal case initiation standards throughout the state of Florida. Ellen, the so we've made some remarkable stopped. progress. We've got a great team, and uh, just, we just keep coming with uh, one improvement after another. And that's kind of how I look at things. As a business owner, I just look at the process. How can we make this work better and encourage my, my team to move forward on that? But similar clerk.org is our website and there's a couple more items we're working on too i don't know how much time you have but i can talk about those too well sure i'd love to hear about those so so one of the things we launched about six months ago was the option 
for people serving on jury duty to donate their proceeds to one of two charities. It's the Safe House of Seminole. Um, it's the Domestic Violence uh, uh, Center in the county. Or the Guardian Ad Litem Program, which helps uh, children, is an advocate for children in the legal system. And the good news is uh, the generosity of Seminole County citizens has, has really come through that in the first three months, we donated over $2,000 to those uh, two charities. So that's that's one way where you know the citizens can can, can give right back to uh, the community. Another thing, we're, we're here at Christmas time. This was interesting. Since we've been out at the jails, you know, we we have a reputation of going out and letting people know how they can get on payment plans to get their license reinstated. We've been very proactive with that, going out to the community. Uh, there was a group. Their name was the. Forget those. It's a coalition, coalition to restore restor, right coalition for rights restoration, uh, something like that. Uh, I should have had that written down. But they came in as a Christmas gift and paid sixty-one thousand dollars of criminal fines for various people that apply throughout Seminole County. So that was kind of a nice Christmas gift for many people to have their fines and fees paid off. You know, we didn't do that directly. This group, you know, raised private donations, and then they came in, and we helped them assess, you know, how much was owed, and they, they made a decision of which ones to pay, but they were trying to get people their voting rights back, so that happened last week, too. So there's just a lot going on. There's also an online uh, system that uh, clerks statewide are working on to allow people to, to file cases uh, through the internet as opposed to having to come into the courthouse so that's another innovation so we're always just looking at ways to do things better and and help citizens one other idea we're coming out with hopefully soon is a property fraud alert system where you can register and if somebody files a fraudulent lien or deed on your property you'll be alerted uh, anytime somebody does something with your your property so that's another uh, service that we're looking at doing so it's just trying to look at things. And if anybody has an idea of something we're not doing right or need to do better, just give me a call because uh, I work for you. Great. Thank you for those great uh, updates, Grant. And we've we, we got a couple more minutes. Any, why don't you take a, um, share with us maybe some of your goals for the for the year ahead from the clerk's yeah, office? Yeah, yeah. The, the big goal uh, this next year in 2020 is to continue improving the technology and to go paperless. I really want to have a paperless courthouse system. Uh, we're starting off first with traffic citations. But we'll be launching that in January. We've already done some things on the back end. But right now, for instance, we had somebody come into one of the branches, and they had a question about their payment plan. Well, the payment plan's on a piece of paper at another location. It took 20 minutes to try to wrestle that down and, and, and take a look at it. Uh, going paperless allows it all in real time to be on our servers available at any location. So when you come in, we have all your information right there. And that, that's also the way it would work with court documents. The judges would see it. We'd see it. And we're getting there, but we haven't gotten to a point where we can get rid of the paper file. But so, so that's the big goal this year is to improve the efficiencies and, and go paper paperless there. So that's the first goal coming up. There's some other goals, like I mentioned, the fraud alert and, and some other improvements coming along. 
Also, if I don't know if I can throw in there, it is coming up. 2020 is the next election cycle. So I am trying to get petitions to get on the ballot. We need a little over 3,000. We're well over 2,300 people have signed already. So if people were so so nice to sign the petition, it's on grantmalloy.com with one Ellen Malloy. And if you could be so kind to print out a petition and mail it into our campaign office, uh, it'll be coming up here this November as the next election cycle. And I'd sure love to serve another term and continue working on a lot of these projects. Well, thank you. Grant Malloy, Clerk of Court and Comptroller for Seminole County. It's great to connect with you here. It's uh, on our 22nd anniversary on the Roger Franklin Williams Show, and it's great to have you once again as our guest, just like you were on our very first program. Well, Roger, you're the best. In 22 years, that's hard to believe. It's it's, it's amazing how time flies. So I appreciate your friendship and and you always uh, trying to let people know what's going on in, in Central Florida. Thank you for those kind words, and certainly appreciate your dedication to serving the citizens and, um, you know, fighting the battles that are that are difficult but are uh, necessary to fight for, with the power structure and the establishment, and uh, you know, all those uh, all those people who would be put themselves in the way or put themselves above uh, uh, the citizens um, when it comes to government. Um, well, it's my pleasure. Our friends, we'll go to break in just a moment. When we come back from that, we look forward to being joined by our friend Vito Fera of Network Sound and Video in today's Roger Frank and Williams show. And once again, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and, you know, it's just share with you. I know many of you feel the same way. Christmas has a time to, this whole season has a time to get hectic and overwhelming, but certainly I'm certainly personally trying to stay focused on the true meaning of, of Christmas, the birth of Christ, celebrating the birth of Christ, celebrating that you know, extraordinary event in human history. Um, you know, the re- it's when you really stop and think about it for just a moment, it's really amazing. I mean, it's, it, the words can't really describe, you know, the impact of the birth of Jesus to think that a, a baby uh, born in a manger of parents who were not wealthy um, at all or, or, or politically connected or powerful, um, it, the birthday of, 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 that, of that child, the Christ child, is still celebrated in such dramatic fashion a worldwide dramatic fashion in that, uh, you know, the Christmas season literally dominates certainly our culture in America and uh, in some case uh, ways not so great in terms of over-commercialization. And as I say, uh, people getting uh, overly stressed out, trying to do too much uh, 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 for extraneous reasons. But anyway, uh, we're celebrating Christmas today, the birth of Christ, and we're glad that you're joining us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. We'll be right back. Chestnuts roasting. Merry Christmas from the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Jack Frost nipping at your nose. Yuletide carols being sung by a choir. And folks dressed up like Eskimos. Hello, friends. Everybody knows. Merry Christmas. And welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to have you joining us today on our special show. I know most of you will actually hear it after Christmas Day, which is fine. It's 
That's why they call it the Christmas season. And if you're like me, uh, you not only celebrate Christmas on one day, but throughout the entire Christmas season. In a moment, we'll be joined by a regular contributor, Vito Fira. And of course, I think of every time I think of holidays, I think of Vito because the great work that he does and then um, his wife and partner, Rhonda, do at Network Sound and Video helps people really enjoy their holidays even more because they can create wonderful gifts and wonderful things that really help us to um, revitalize the wonderful memories that we have stored on various kinds of outdated media. We're going to we'll be joined by Vito in just a moment. Before we do, though, I want to, of course, give you this shout-out, this word from our friends over to Popka Moore and Equipment Repair. Of course, Popka Moore and Equipment Repair, your one-stop center for all your lawn and garden needs, is now pleased to announce the addition of Steel Outdoor Power Equipment Products. Come and see Come and see them at a Popka Moore's impressive showroom at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail. That's Highway 441, north of Apopka, between Plymouth Sereno Road and the 429. Apopka Moore and Equipment Repair. They sell the best and they fix the rest. Find out more at apopkamore.com. That's apopkamore.com. Come and see and get over and see them once again at their impressive showroom at 2975 West Orange Blossom Trail, north of Apopka. And get over to see Kyle and... Uh, See Mike and Kyle and Brett and all the great guys, and be sure to tell them Roger Frank and William sent you. Now let's go to Vito Fira of Network Sound and Video. Hello, Vito. Hey, Roger. Merry Christmas to you and all of your wonderful listeners out there. Great to be with you today. Merry Christmas to you, Vito. And yeah, I especially wanted you to to be with us on our program that celebrates Christmas. And because uh, I know every, I, as I said before, whenever I think of holidays, I think of you and Rhonda and the great work that you do. That help so many people enjoy their special days throughout the year, whether it's birthdays, anniversaries, um, special occasions like Christmas or Mother's Day or Father's Day. Uh, help enjoy even more because of the wonderful gifts that you can create at Network Sound and Video. Well, thanks so much for that uh, nice lead-in. And, Rod, you know, every day is Christmas here for us. People that come in all excited about when they find their uh, their old media, like you had mentioned earlier, uh, before we got on here today, of all the different formats, and uh, it really makes a special, special gift any time, any year around, but especially around Christmas time because uh, so many people come in to visit, like they did for Thanksgiving, and then all their folks and family come in to visit. You know, whether they're here in Florida or whether they travel out of state, uh, it's a great thing for them to bring all those memories back, and people just sit around and they and they watch all this stuff, and they just cannot believe some of the, the clothing that they wore, the outfits, the way they had their hairs done, the cars that they drove, the dogs and the cats, and, the, and all the, their pets and things like that that were running around backyards and swimming pools and every imaginable thing. So it's great because no matter what's on TV, this tops it all because nothing like watching yourself run around as a kid in shorts or diapers. Some of them I can't believe it because they go back into the, you know the 50s, the 40s, 50s, and 60s, some of those old media. So we have Christmas here all year round, but this has been one real special time right now this year, and especially because of all of uh, your listeners and all that you do for us here at Network Down and Video. And one one thing I wanted to mention specifically, Vito, is that I know that a lot of people have come over and brought things to you uh, specifically for the purpose of wonderful Christmas gifts for their loved one, Uh, but also a lot of people didn't have time 
or they got them to you too late for you to have them under the tree. But uh, what I want to encourage uh, people to do and let people remind people about is is you, you know, that now is a great time. If you didn't have time to get it before Christmas, don't wait till next year. Go ahead and bring it, bring the the things over to v, to Vito and Rhonda now, and go ahead and get it done. That's the best thing. That's <laughs> the best advice because when they find things that will be most suitable for Christmas, and a lot of those are, say, videotapes and and things like film that were shot around Christmas time. You can't believe how many Christmas trees we've seen this year, you know, and doing all the transfers. But they've also got, you know, beach video and all kinds of vacations and Caribbean cruises and Disney, you know, outings and things like that that were shared all year round. So it doesn't matter, you know, what's actually shot on there. The, you know, the folks just have a super, super time to, uh, to sitting, sitting and watching these things. And, yes, it doesn't have to be just around a particular holiday or a, or a particular, you know, event like Christmas, Thanksgiving or, or Valentine's Day or anything like that. It could be any time at all. But, uh, yeah, it's a good thing just to get them in for a couple of reasons. First of all, you get it restored because most of that stuff, a lot of it has been deteriorating, and we do have to do some repairs to it and uh, manipulating and such if we can in order to get it to the newer formats. And the other thing is once you've gotten it to the newer formats like DVD, CD, if you want if you have audio, or you put it on flash drives or even external hard drives if they have a lot of, have a lot of transfers, they're so much lighter, they're easier to share, easy to carry around. And you can't believe how many people actually had stuff done, you know, oh, weeks ago. And it was for Christmas, but they were flying out. They're traveling all around the country and overseas. And we uh, had transferred things for them that they could either put in a purse or a pocketbook, and they can carry that out, and they'll be watching and sharing all their precious memories with, with family all over the country and, like I said, around the world because uh, we actually have uh, we have machines that will convert. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this to you before, but... If someone has something from overseas, there are PAL formats. They run at a different speed. We have equipment that will convert those speeds into NTSC so they can watch it here in the USA formats. So, yeah, it's a great thing, great time. Just any time, just bring it in. Of course, you won't be in such a rush like everybody's deadline is at the same time here, you know, now. But uh, we have filled so many Christmas stockings with, uh, with these goodies. You can't imagine. And we're running them around the clock right now, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I know that, and I appreciate you taking a few minutes to join us on the program today. And that's one more thing before we leave this topic. I do want to emphasize, and it's pretty much advice to myself uh, more than anybody else, but as well as anybody else, is, is you know, a, a great gift. In fact, something as meaningful as the kinds of things that you can uh, create at Network Sound and Video, you and Rhonda, doesn't have to be just for Christmas. <laughs> you know, I think right. maybe Christmas could could be the spark um, the catalyst that that gets us motivated to to get those boxes out of the closet and bring them over to you and Rhonda and get the process started. But just because the the gift is not there under the tree on December the twenty fifth, doesn't mean that uh, you know you you can't go ahead and, and and bring your things over and go ahead and, and get that process started by Vito and Rhonda. I mean, so what if you get it in January or February? Uh, the point is to be able to provide a wonderful gift. Uh, one of a kind that that's not available anywhere else that really will touch uh, your friend or your, your your loved one, the one close to you, in, in a very very profound way. Exactly, Roger, on the point. And um, you know, some of our ads uh, say that I know you've been out there and you're cleaning out your closets and your attics and things like that, and that's when they find all these things. And it brings me to a real quick uh, 
know, one thing that we watched uh, last weekend was, you know, the, the movie Christmas Vacation with, with Sparky, <laughs> and he gets stuck in the attic. If you remember that part of the attic, well, what did he find? He found his old film projector, and while he was stuck up in the attic, he started watching the old films. And so that's, so that's exactly what people do. They get in the attic and they find these old things and say, there's where the film is, there's where the video is. Well, it just uh, it just triggers a, a thought in our minds to say, there you go. When you're up there looking around for your Christmas tree ornaments or when you're putting them back, great time to try to find those old videos and get them down here to us. And we're speaking with our friend Vito Ferra on today's program on the Roger Frank and Williams show. We'll go to – and Vito, I want to let you know that just before we go, we've got about three minutes – can you? I know one of the, the great joys you get from the work that you do is is just seeing the the joy on the people, your customers' faces when they see what you've been able to produce and update. Can you share a particular uh, you know special Christmas gift that from this Christmas season that you might like to share with our audience for one of your customers? Yeah, and there have been so many of them, and some of those are found items that are on, say, for instance, either cassette tape because we do all the audio. We do records and reels and A-tracks and cassette tapes, and they'll bring something in, and it'll it'll say one thing on the label. It may just say that it was a recital, but after the recital, here it is like maybe mom and dad in conversation, you know, that we're stuck on the same tape. Same thing with videos. They'll bring in videotape, and it said that it was a, a, maybe a, a, a holiday event, a backyard picnic. But after that, for instance, they forgot that maybe grandmom or grandpop or a great aunt or somebody who maybe had just passed was also on that tape. And I just hung up the phone just moments before, you know, we got on here with a lady and I mentioned to her that uh, grandpop was on this tape. And she said, well, grandpop had just passed. And she kind of even got choked up thinking about it because we found all these memories with grandpop on there. And she's just going to be thrilled to see that kind of stuff. So it's like an extra added treasure that you find on there when we scour through these things and we find what people recorded years ago. Well, Vito, I want to thank you for you know, taking a little time away from your busy workshop today and joining us on the show and for all your contributions you've made over the course of this year. And of course, obviously for the great work that you do for your wonderful customers and specifically the great work you've done for me. Oh, we appreciate it, Roger. And, you know, to all out there, have a merry and blessed Christmas. We've been blessed to be, uh, you know, with you. You're uh, just an amazing guy, and and we just appreciate it. I just want to add, people can't wait to tell us when they walk in the door, I heard it on Roger's show. It's like you're your buddy or your family member, so they just love you, and they tell us that when they walk in here. Merry Christmas to you, too. Appreciate that very much, Vito. Merry Christmas, and please give my regards to Rhonda. Friends, Vito Fear of Network Sound and Video, and, of course, you can find them at 24 hours, you know, 24 7, 365 online at networksoundandvideo.com. You can call them at 407 834 8555. That's 834 8555. If you call during business hours, a live person will answer the phone and you can drop by and see them. And if you drop by and see them, yes, the people that you talk to <laughs> that will greet you and that you'll talk to will be Vito and Rhonda, the very people that produce the great work for you. Um, and they're located conveniently on Ronald Reagan Boulevard in Longwood, 2520 in the Merritt Center. Before before we go to break, I want to, of course, remind you about our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair and let you know that if you're looking for a place that will care for your car, truck, SUV, any other vehicle with old school honesty, integrity, and dependability, I urge you to get over to see my friends 
Odysseus and Demetrius Fergus. No job is too big or too small for the guys at Sheila Auto Repair. You can trust the guys at Sheila Auto Repair. In fact, that's where I take my car. They're located 1908 South Orange Blossom Trail, Apopka. And please be sure to tell them Roger Franklin Williams sent you. Well, friends, we'll be back for our final segment on today's program. Thank you for joining us today. Please be with us, and we'll be right back on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's the most wonderful time of the Roger Franklin Williams show and Merry Christmas. I know some of you will be hearing the show after Christmas Day specifically, but as I mentioned before, personally, I celebrate the entire Christmas season and that takes us at least through December 31st. Have a moment, a few minutes for us just to be uh, here together as we close the show. And first of all, I want to once again, we um, want to say hello to some special people. Of course, always think about around this time of year, our friends, uh, our loyal listeners from really in the early days of the show, um, Don and Trini Fannin. You know, Don has done a great job of keeping in touch with me over the years, um, bringing, giving updates about the program, and I haven't heard from him this year. I hope he and Trini are doing doing well and doing okay, but I do want to give him a special you know, shout-out and, and Christmas greeting and Happy New Year greeting. And... Um, Others as well. I, you know, I one of one of my longtime supporters and friends, and uh, just loyal friend Jane Brooks is a consistent listener of our program. She really helped me get started uh, in my political involvement, uh, to say the least. Her and Ed and Sally Sasser, and, you know, Ed and Sally have have moved on now, um, and to uh, to to be with Jesus. But um, you know, I, I when I reflect back and I think about the beginning of the show, which started on the very first show was December 31st, 1997. It, it the show kind of evolved out of my, my political activity, uh, beginning as a candidate back in 1988 and people like Jane Brooks and Ed and Sally Sasser, many others, you know, current Congressman Dan Webster were, were instrumental in helping me get that, get that start. You know, a former Congressman, uh, John Micah, um, you know, enter the political arena, if you will, and take that huge step and, you know, fend off the uh, slings and arrows that, 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 that come to anybody that especially comes from the outside um, into the political arena, especially as a candidate. And uh, you, Jane still is a faithful listener of our program. She actually sent a word, sent a word of encouragement in her Christmas card recently. I want to give a special hello to Jane Brooks and Jane, it's, uh, you know, really value your friendship more than, than you would ever know. And especially, and you've been a tremendous inspiration to me as a citizen and as an American in setting an example of 
of, of what it takes uh, for citizens to be a good American and, and for us to engage in the battle for our freedom. Um, and it, it takes a lot more than just <laughs> sitting on the couch or sitting in an easy chair watching Fox News, <laughs> that's for sure, or listen to, uh, to conservative talk radio. It takes active involvement. It takes active engagement. And people such as Jane Brooks and Donna Trini Fannin, the late Ed and Sally Sasser, um, have, have provided, you know, extraordinary examples for me um, to do those things um, at, 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 a, at a young and formative age. And that's part of the mission of the show right now is to hopefully encourage and maybe even inspire somebody out there um, to to engage in the system, get off the couch, um, get out in front of get, get out from behind in front of the television, go out into the neighborhoods, into the precincts. Now you don't even have to go outside your the comfort of your own home, and you can engage online, um, uh, you know, various ways, and and essentially to motivate others, to edu- help educate others, to help inform others on, first of all, our constitutional principles, on the founding of our country, our tra- traditional American values, respect for God, family, and country, respect for our Constitution, respect for our Declaration of Independence and the the eternal principles that were so eloquently uh, laid out by Thomas Jefferson in the Declaration of Independence, which were, you know, a few years later after extraordinary struggle, uh, a war um, of revolutionary proportions, literally, uh, were, were codified into our Constitution of the United States and into our, legal, our, our criminal justice system, uh, the, the, you know, which one of the primary foundational building blocks, foundational elements of our criminal justice system, uh, innocent until proven guilty, uh, concepts such as due process, uh, the right to face your accuser, the right to jury trial, the right to to, to bail, uh, and, and things like that. Um, th- those are not frivolous uh, you know, things, and they're not things that are just ha- that, that, that are part of every country's culture. They were revolutionary concepts. They were revolutionary in 1776. They're revolutionary today when you look around the world. So anyway, um, I wanted to share those few thoughts with you here in our final moments. And, and I'll just touch on uh, the impeachment situation briefly. And as I said before, I'm a little bit torn. I don't want to talk a whole too much about it because I, you know, I, I feel that would legitimize it. And I think it's a very much of a, certainly a, a flawed, if not totally illegitimate situation. Um, but it, 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 it is something that's literally happening. It's happening in the halls of Congress and uh, it is is a, a reality from from that perspective, and I think it needs to be addressed. And certainly, want to uh, encourage anybody not to be complacent and not just assume that um, you know President Trump is going to walk through this walk through this thing unscathed and um, you know be acquitted by a, a large vote of the Senate. And um, I mean, hope, certainly, hopefully, that's that's what's going to happen. And you know, hope and pray that's what's going to happen. But just the point that I would make right now is that. From my perspective, um, watching it you know, fairly closely, this is something that's wholly unnecessary. It's not something that even follows the constitutional guidelines of of impeaching a president. Doesn't you know, the so called evidence that was presented uh, was 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 nothing. <laughs> it was just a bunch of hearsay. Second, often second, third, and fourth hand. Some of the chief accusers never even met Donald Trump, much less literally overheard any conversation he may have made or observed any of his behavior. Uh, it's just a bunch of, bunch of rumor, innuendo, hearsay, uh, driven 
by a left-wing political agenda and an anti um, – literally not just an anti-Donald Trump agenda by a hatred, a, a passionate, irrational hatred of Donald Trump agenda. And and the evidence is, is literally just embarrassingly um, non-existent. The so-called evidence is just a bunch of – it's like a blog. <laughs> it's like a bunch of bloggers getting up and, uh, and you know, testifying before Congress, a bunch of – Rumor, innuendo, opinion, uh, and, and all driven by this irrational hatred of of Donald Trump, and and even the bigger picture, and the reason Trump is hated. One, you know, in addition to his 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 unique personality, outrageous personality, which first thing I find him find to be very appealing and very entertaining, um, but I guess I wouldn't find it so entertaining if if he was you know whipping my side every day in the political arena. And, and I think that's a big part of it, uh, of the animosity from, from the left. But, um, you know, just um, the, the president, the, the things that you saw presented are, are, are not even have, have, have would, would never would be laughed out of court. You would never even get near a court of law in terms of legitimate evidence. So, um, that's the point that I would make. And then the other thing is that I, I would make, and it, this is exacerbated by two things that, 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 I, that I see this happening from, and I think they're both very destructive and, and, and depressing. One is the fact that the country is so polarized, and Hugh Hewitt was talking about this the other, other morning, and he was exactly right. He has friends, as, as you know, anybody who listens to his show, a lot of, quite a few friends, I guess, in the, in the, in the mainstream media, on the left, and he's trying to engage one of these uh, friends. He didn't mention who the person was. Uh, suspect, uh, sus- you know, most likely some some well-known person in mainstream media. And this person had was just absolutely convinced that that Donald Trump had done all these crimes, and that he would literally was guilty of impeachable offenses, and he literally had done all these uh, things that that people had ha- have said, you know, that, that his haters have have said or or, or, or speculated or. Or, or, or tried to give this innuendo that he had done, and it's just just not true. It's just not that accurate. And, and this particular person, who's this influential person in mainstream media, um, which you know, I suspect that you know, there there's like thousands of others just like him, uh, because disturbingly, everybody in mainstream media seems to think with, with exactly the same brain, uh, have exactly the same opinion on everything. They actually use the same words when they're trying to give their commentaries and and uh, um, their opinions. Is, but but and that that's the sad thing that that people who who have powerful positions who who have legitimate positions who are in the media who are in government who are elected officials or on the other side uh, you know the left the Democrat side literally a lot of these people literally believe a lot of the lies that have been perpetrated and and it and in this context it's 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 virtually impossible to have any kind of a productive dialogue between uh, the, the people who support President Trump and the people that, that, that hate him and want to remove him from office. You know, this is something that I haven't really witnessed in my life in American politics. It, it has happened before, uh, but, but it's, it's, it's something that uh, is kind of a new phenomenon for me, and I don't quite know where it's going to lead. Um, very frustrating, though, that, that you can't even – and I know many of you have the same situation in your, in your own circles. I've got it in my own circles, um, and I suspect this might even – uh, be a topic for Christmas dinner over the holidays um, at, at some places, but that's one disturbing thing. The other disturbing thing is 
the role that the as I've talked about this before the the so-called mainstream media which by the way is still very influential and powerful I mean it, it, its power and influence has waned dramatically over the last 20 years or so certainly 30 years um but it's still a powerful force it, it, mainstream media still is brainwashing millions of people it's still um there are a lot of people out there uh, and I know some of them who see something on CNN and they just believe it. Lock, stock, and barrel. See some, something on MSNBC or one of these other uh, you know, left-wing networks, which present themselves as, as objective networks, um, and, and they believe what they see in the mainstream media. And if, and if somebody's not watching uh, Fox News or if somebody's not listening to conservative talk radio, like on our stations, they're they're getting a completely skewed and inaccurate perspective. So, and, and that's... <clears throat> And that's the whole concept of narrative journalism. The the concept of legitimate, objective reporting sadly is out the window, and what we have is narrative journalism. But anyway, um, that's it for today. Hope you have a wonderful Christmas season. I want to especially thank you for joining us as we celebrate the birth of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. All is calm. All is Yon virgin, mother and child. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.